Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. Anytime you want to go out and get really terrific analysis of something, you turn to somebody like Rich Scarcella from the Reading Eagle. Rich, always a pleasure. Great to have you with us. Steve, oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. So, Rich, let's start with this. It's a game that I, that featured plenty of ups and downs. So, as you watched it during the game, like Penn, James Franklin will talk about the standard is the standard. And I know that afterward he talked about the standard some of the players did as well. So, in what areas does he feel or the players feel, and then your observation of where they didn't meet a standard on Saturday? Well, let's let's start with uh, the defense, which has played superbly all season. Um, the breakdowns on the first—I'll say the first two touchdown passes that Indiana threw, uh, Brendan Soresby. Um, you know, obviously there was a breakdown. They, whether it was communication, whether it was a blown assignment, whatever—you haven't seen that all year, um, and I'm sure that's eating alive at one defensive coordinator named Manny Diaz and also Terry Smith and Anthony Poindexter. I'm sure that's bothering them and I'm sure it's bothering the players. Um, you know, I, I I like to say um, I know James you know, said nobody wants to hear it, but I think part of it is it was an emotional letdown. There's no doubt about that in my mind. Um, you know, you lose focus, you lose concentration and, and, and those things happen. Um, offensively, I think they've got to run the ball, find a way to run the ball uh, in a more productive manner. Uh, you know, I get asked, of course, since Nick Singleton is from Berks County, the Reading area, what's wrong with Singleton? Is he getting enough carries? Or, you know, what's wrong with the running game? Um, here's the number, Steve, that may knock your socks off, but I don't think, well, it won't you, because you, you're on top of everything. Against Illinois, Northwestern, and Indiana, the three worst rushing defenses in the Big Ten, Penn State averaged 3.5 yards a carry. Right. Um, that has to be better. That has to be better. What are the reasons behind that? You know, we've, we've talked about, is it because the lack of explosive plays in the passing game, defense is crowding the box, so on and so forth. But that has to change. And there's no question it has to change along the way, because those are games where you expected Penn State to reasonably, they could get between 180 and 220 with the running backs they have, and they did not get to those level in any one of those three games along the way. So now let's flip the switch for a moment. And in flipping the switch, that would be, because they've been in this spot before over the years and have not won this game. Well, they won the game. So let's discuss, before we get to other parts, how they won the game. And to me, they do a lot of work on situational football. Mm -hmm. So the end of the first half, they win the final four minutes Mm 10-0, including a takeaway, Mm -hmm. a field goal. Fifth time in eight games, they come out. They start the second Mm -hmm. half with a touchdown drive. So that's 17. You get to the last few minutes of the game, and they get quick change. They talk about that all the time. They gave up three. Mm-hmm. They then yeah. go through the drive. Think about the how the drive started. The two yep. Allen plays. Okay, yep. and then they get the man. 
then you get the lead. You want your defense to protect. They get the takeaway and the two points. Oh, it's not done yet. It's going to be an onside kick. They get it because they executed it right. Then they close out with a first down, so they closed it out on their terms. Those are all situations that they work on, and they checked all those boxes when they needed to. Does that tell you anything? And am I am I wrong about anything I said? By the way, no, you, you're not wrong at all. They they did things in those last after Drew's interception, after Drew Aller's interception. He admits wrong play. You know, he committed the cardinal sin of a quarterback throwing the ball late over the middle under pressure. But from that point on, from that point on, they did everything right. Everything. You're, you hit it. You hit it on the head, Steve. You know the the two plays to Catron, the run and a pass, gained 21 yards, yep. and it sets up the 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 the, the, the slot fade to Keandre Lambert Smith, who had a step on the defender, and Drew Aller made a perfect pass. Yeah, I mean that. And this, and I wrote, and I and I, I noticed some other people on the beat wrote, this could be the turning point, the tipping point, however you want to put it, yep. for the Penn State offense for Drew Aller going forward. I will go back to a play in the first half, um, and maybe you, you agree, maybe you disagree. I thought there was a play where he improvised, and he hasn't done a lot of improvisation mm-hmm. at, in the past game. He rolled left. And yep. he threw to Nick Singleton, who was wide open down the middle for a 28-yard gain. Huge play. And I think that set up his score. And I thought that was a big step forward for, yep. for Drew. Um, and and I think this, like, I think also, as Keandre Lambert-Smith said after the game, the fact that Drew has thrown his first interception might not be the worst thing in the world. Um, he threw it, and the world didn't end. So maybe there's a little bit of pressure taken off. You know, maybe, you know, whether it's him, whether it's play calling, whatever, hey, maybe we could take a few more chances. You know, and if he throws an interception, so be it. I, I don't know. That that was, you know, only only Drew and, and, and the coaches know that for sure. Yeah, one of the tougher things I've found over the years, whether it's football or basketball, is when you're in the spot where you're the, quote, prohibitive favorite and everybody knows you are. Yep. Yeah. Is when you bring losing into the equation. Mm-hmm. How do you react? Great well, let's point. face it. The yep. game's twenty four twenty four. You brought losing into the equation, and yep. then they re- and what did you know? Your evaluation of the reaction when losing was brought into the equation yeah. because they won by nine. Yeah. No. No doubt about it. Like 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 you mentioned. Like I said, the last three minutes of the game, they did everything correctly, perfectly. From the from the first two plays to Allen, the touchdown pass, and then oh, why well, we even you're right. The defense getting a three and out. We can yep. argue that Tom Allen played it a little conservatively, but yep. they had they had had success running the football in the second half. So, but defense got the stop, forced the field goal, and then everything went Penn State's way. Not not that they created their own breaks, and denied Dennis Sutton's play was uh, capped at all. Something I had talked about when I went around speaking to groups when people would ask me about the team. Yeah, I'm not going to tell them, that, hey, they're awesome and incredible here, here, here. Just, But I talk about personnel and what they have so people know who to watch for mostly. And I said, to me, it was the deepest team 
that I've seen here since 2008. Mm-hmm. When you see the various guys who had to play in the game, you know, Drew Shelton had to play a lot at right tackle. Yawani's yeah. had to fill in. Denied Dennis Sutton. Is that it, mm-hmm. what kind of role is Depp playing with this football team right now? Well, I, I I would agree with you. I mean, I think many of you, me, and 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 many others who have covered the team for a long time, um, this is a really deep team, a really deep team, and you you lose a Chop Robinson, you lose. Caden Wallace during the game. You lose Trey Wallace during the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you have, you know, you lost Landon Tangwell, Tangwell right before camp. These are all starters. I'm talking. We're not talking about second team or third team. We're, all th- we're talking about starters. And Penn State has managed to make up for those losses, not just in the first seven games, but also on Saturday. Um, you know, Drew Shelton was able to rely on the experience he got last year playing in those last five games. Um, you know, we saw Jameel Lyons get more snaps than he than he has. He's yeah. a true freshman. That's only mm-hmm. going to help him going forward. Um, and, you know, Nelson, J.B. Nelson came back. And, you know, Ione got, you know, he, he, he's gotten some good reps. It's only going to help him going forward. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think the depth on this team – um, is as good as I can remember. When you look at the running game, and, and you were mentioned that people have asked you because Nick Singleton's from your area about it, mm-hmm. is it a question of getting another, a second-level block, or is it even a question maybe of, okay, they're, he's, they're getting through, but they've got that one last tackler to beat? What are you yeah. seeing on a consistent basis? Oh, man. I I see not a ton of room inside. Yeah for either Singleton or Allen. Um, I have seen, I don't know, I saw maybe two, maybe one or two runs Saturday that Nick came, well, including the kickoff return, it was multiple. One tackle away from breaking, break going all the way. Uh, I think he had a run like that, too. I, I can't remember what, what run it was. I think it was early in the game on Saturday. Um, it, it, you know, you just... Sometimes you feel like it's just going. It, it's a matter of time before it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, there's nothing wrong with Katron Allen or Nick Singleton. Um, you know, Katron ran really, really well Saturday. Yes, he did. Nick ran well in spots, and then the kickoff return. I mean, these, these two guys. I don't think there's anything wrong with them. Um, I just think, you know, for some reason, Steve, I just don't think there's as much room to run. Yeah, as there was last year, and you know the only change on the offensive line is really Juice Scruggs is in the NFL, and you know there's only one new starter. So, uh, you know I I can't, you know I'm not smart enough to say right. they're not doing this right, they're not they're, they're doing mm-hmm. this wrong, whatever. But I just know it just feels like there's just not as much room, not as many cracks as there were last year. In the answer, you a couple of times referenced Nicholas Singleton's kickoff return of 50 yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have you seen in the improvement of special teams as yeah. time has gone, and what kind of difference can it make in the stretch run if it continues to make those incremental improvements? You know, that's a you know everybody's been focused on on the on the issues on offense. 
the special teams has made the to me probably has made the biggest in season improvement of of the three segments of the game. And Saturday was a very good day, except the blocking and the back penalty wiping out Daquan Hardy's long punt return for a touchdown, which would be which would have been really something. Um, but I've seen a I, you have you can see improvement. I think both kickers. I mean, okay, Alex Falcons missed a 51-yard field goal. Uh, I'll never hammer somebody for that. But he made a 50-yard field goal. Riley Thompson averaged 49 yards a punt. They got a turnover. K.J. Winston recovered a muff punt. Nick Singleton's 50-yard return, uh, kickoff return. So I think the special teams, with the exception of the penalty on, on Hardy's return, had a very good day. In fact, I'll point something out quickly about the Falcons' field goal he made. Remember, he made it after a penalty moved them back. Yeah, and I, you know, and yep. and again, to his credit, mentally strong enough to say, "So what?" And you know, I'll yeah. kick it from fifty. I mean, because it was a it was a ten yard penalty, so he kicked yeah. it from ten yards further back. Yeah, that's a good point, and and that gave them the halftime lead. Yeah, and you know, gave him a little bit of momentum going into the locker room, and you know, we talked about the first, you know, for the final eight of and the first eight, and or for, final four and the first four, yep. the middle eight, and they they've done a really good job with that. Um, so you know, but yeah, I I, I really, you, you know, you look at the NFL, Stephen. Yeah. This is I'm compar- like, look at yesterday. How do you explain Denver beating Kansas City badly, really badly? Yeah. How do you you know like. How, or the Cowboys just crushing the Rams, or I'm trying to think of another score that you. And then you look. Oh, I Denver. Look, let's stick with Denver. Denver gave gave up 70 points to Miami this season, yeah. and shut down Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. It's you know football. It's funny, and I think especially in college, when you're dealing with 18 to 22 year olds or whatever, however you want to put it. You know, it was only natural they were going to, they weren't going to be emotionally up for that game um, on Saturday. That's taking nothing away from Indiana. Indiana played a really physical, tough, hard game. Yeah. Um, right. But there were mental mistakes made by Penn State that allowed it to be a contest. There's, there's no question about that. Um, you know, and that might have been their hiccup, and they 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 were able to survive it. And again, how do you explain, for example? That uh, Detroit can win on opening night over Kansas City, yeah, but get blown out by Baltimore. I mean, right. It's just like on the pro level, there are certain things that happen too. You sit back and go, yeah. really? And you know, look, last year, forgotten in all of the greatness of Georgia last year was the fact that the five minutes to go at Missouri, they're losing, mm-hmm. and they won the game. Everybody forgot yeah. about that game. You know, even in the history of Penn State, 94, everybody remembers being yeah. down 21 nothing in Illinois. But people forget in 86, they played yeah. this exact same game with Cincinnati and needed a late touchdown. I, oh, and then got a safety to win the game in a season where you won at Alabama, won at Notre Dame, and beat Miami. I mean, these game, you do have this game during the season. Yeah. Everybody does. Yeah, yeah. And and Georgia had one even earlier in this this season. Yep, yep. Um, Against uh, I'm trying was it against Kentucky South Carolina South Carolina thank you but no you're exactly right it's funny you said that 
because that's exactly what was going through my mind in the second half Saturday was the Cincinnati game in 86. That's that, I, was, I was thinking of the same thing. And you do have these games, and, if, and you're able to survive them, and you learn from them, and you move on. And now you, right. you know you know what you did wrong, and I'm you know and and now you, you're you're going down to Maryland where a lot of the, a lot of the players on the Penn State roster are from, yeah. um, playing a team that's hurting a little bit. But no, you, I mean, Penn State expects a battle, and I I think mentally they're going to be ready for the rest of the season. Because for Mar- I think for Maryland this is their line in the sand game. I mean that's that's how I'm looking at it with them. But you're right. They, I mean, they've got that's a big game for them coming up, you know, and they know what's on the horizon after that. But history's a great teacher; it tells you yep. a lot. Now, now it's a yep. question of what do you do with the future. Right, right. And I, I think, you know, I, I hate to use this phrase because it's, it's used, it's overused as a trap game. Um, and you know, if 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 Maryland, let's say, if Maryland had been last week and not this week. That might have been a problem. That might have been a real problem. You know, if you, you, were, you were going at Ohio State and then at Maryland, but you didn't. That's what the schedule is the schedule. And I I do think mentally Penn State will be a lot sharper this Saturday at Maryland. Rich, it is always a pleasure. You did this last minute. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for all the great work. Anytime, Steve. You know where to, you know you you can ask me anytime. Thanks. The outstanding Rich Scarcella.